Hello, thank you for joining us. Now, this is Friendly Reminder, and it's an emergency podcast. <laughs> it is October the 3rd. We're exactly one month away from the election. Um, we already recorded this week's episode, but we're gathering again uh, just a few days late- later because of unexpected turn of events. The president of the United States, Donald Trump, has been infected with the coronavirus. Um, he was infected, I believe it was announced Thursday night, Friday morning, uh, in the middle of the night. Uh, he tweeted that he has tested positive alongside um, the first lady, Melania Trump. Um, it's been a series of events. I'm, I'm going to try to recap them over in my head. Uh, so. On Thursday night, I found out that Hope Hicks had tested positive for the virus. Uh, this led to Donald Trump announcing that he was going to quarantine himself at the White House. Uh, I went to bed uh, only to wake up <laughs> the next morning uh, to find out that indeed Donald Trump and his wife have tested positive for the virus. Um it's a really quick slide. First, his president, or first his doctor, Ronnie Jackson, who has literally no credibility now, tweeted out that he was asymptotic, uh, which is not the right word. It's asymptomatic. <laughs> asymptotic is a different word. Um, and tweeted out that he was fine because he wasn't in any of the high risk categories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she was like, "He's not <laughs> obese. He's uh, he's young. He's slim." <laughs> uh, now nah, I'm just kidding. He didn't tweet that, but he did tweet. He wasn't in any of it. He said he had no comorbidities. Um, and then, you know, slowly they were like, oh no, the president's feeling fatigued. Oh no, he's having trouble. You know, he's having some short breath. He's having trouble breathing. Oh no, he's being taken to the hospital by Hellebach. <laughs> and that was, oh the, no, the- yeah, he's going to stay in the hospital for a few days. And then there were leaks that he was having trouble breathing. And of course, you know, they, they lied the whole time. You know, first he was asymptomatic, then he was, and apparently he was having symptoms on Wednesday. Uh, one of the articles suggested. So this could have all happened a little earlier than I think people realize. Um, yeah. So that was the day after the the um, debate. The debate, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. it's I'm not an expert here, but my understanding is that a person can be contagious about one or two days before they actually start showing symptoms. So there's a good chance he was already contagious by the time he was actually debating uh, Joe Biden. And not only that, when they found out that when they found out that uh, Hope Hicks was tested positive, that everybody just kept doing everything. Like instead of quarantining, they just kept doing all the shit that they did before. So Trump flew to New Jersey and went to a fundraiser with hundreds of people who he uh, mingled with without a mask on <laughs> after he found out that Hope Hicks tested positive. Yeah. Um, so, and he still has not provided that. No one in New Jersey's who was exposed to that is being contract traced right now because Trump hasn't provided the state of New Jersey with the names of the people at the fundraiser yet. It's a giant mess. It's a giant yeah. mess. Honestly, I'm surprised. I'm surprised it took so long for these idiots to get COVID, to be honest. Yeah. Like, so let's let's start. Let's kind of just go forward and start with the most recent update, which is yes, um, Donald Trump, the president of the United States, is hospitalized right now. He was sent to Walter Reed. Um, that's, that's as far as we know, he stayed there overnight, I I believe. And, and he's there right now. It looks like he's going to stay for several days there. Um, 
as far as we can tell, because now there's a lot of positive cases that that are coming up. Uh, I believe about uh, three senators right now have been have reported to be tested positive for for the virus. All of them Republican senators. Uh, Trump's former campaign manager tested positive. His current campaign manager tested positive. Uh, several other individuals alongside with White House reporters, uh, 11 staffers at the Cleveland debate, uh, 11, or ex yeah, around 10, 12 staffers uh, at the Cleveland debate also tested positive. Um, Kellyanne this Conway. Has, yes, that's what I mean by the former uh, campaign oh. manager, Kellyanne Con Conway. Oh, sorry. Uh, I thought you meant Bill, Bill Stepien. I yeah, guess that's the, the current, current one. Current <laughs> yeah. One, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a mess. Uh, I, right now, again, I, 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 this is all developing. I could be fact-checked here. But there's around 24 positive cases that have come out so far. It seems from what we can tell that some of, at least some of them came from <laughs> the event where they introduced uh, Amy Coney uh, Barrett as the Supreme Court justice nominee to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So apparently this is, a, we're in a very well-produced show where everything is connected to, to each other. It was um, in an un, it was in an un, nobody was wearing masks. There's video yeah. from the event. Everybody it was, was at proudly. The, it was at the White House, so that, that should be noted. It was at the Rose Garden. It was uh, uh, nobody was wearing masks. Technically, it's an outdoor event since it was in the Rose Garden, but there was there were plenty of meeting greets that were actually inside inside the White House. So it's there not was like a lot were of photos indoors. that were indoors. Yeah. Nobody wearing masks. Yeah. So um, it's again, uh, everybody was in close proximity uh, with each other, and all of that in the White House. Twenty three cases that seems to pop out of this uh, out of this cluster. Um, I'm seeing some. You know, people wisely and rightly pointing this out that more cases have come out of the White House than cases in New Zealand, cases in Australia, cases in Vietnam, uh, and several other countries, Singapore, you know, the list goes goes on. So I'm I'm struggling to try to find a tone for this emergency podcast because I'll tell you one thing, I'm not sad. You know, I'm not <laughs> I'm not feeling sadness right now or grief. Um I I'm not feeling sorry for the president because uh, as I was telling uh, Sam earlier, this isn't some sort of terrorist attack. This isn't some sort of uh, attempt at his life, uh, some random person trying to take take his life. Uh, he openly asked, and, and his Republican colleagues and his administration openly asked for this to happen. And what I feel sorry for is our country, that we have to be in this mess with this president that first he put us all at risk for for essentially downplaying this and not taking any kind of uh, uh, measures to uh, federal measures to, to actually minimize the spread of this virus. But now he doesn't even seemingly doesn't even care about himself and his staff and his administration, because now we're in a situation where the president of the United States is hospitalized uh, and we're a month away from from an election. Uh, this is a country <laughs> in chaos. <laughs> it's, uh, he, I mean, I, I mean, Literally, he was on debate stage a night ago making fun of Biden for making a mat from wearing masks and flouting the rules in every way possible. I, I literally cannot think of a single person who who goes out of their way to to set a worse example. And, the, you know, I'm, uh, there's this Times article that I mentioned before that went in and it, it's obvious this was going to happen. He's, they've been doing they've been doing this shit since the beginning. They somehow made these masks a cultural issue, and then all of a sudden, at the White House, uh, it would be a big faux pas to wear a mask in front of Trump. Trump would openly grimace at people 
and disapprove when they wear masks. He said it was panicking people. It was making people freaked out. He basically used uh, rapid testing as a replacement for any other precautions of any sort. Yeah. He just figured if, well, if we're all getting tested enough, which was which was wrong, by the way. Like, for example, a ton of people at the Rose Garden weren't tested. Uh, so, so it wasn't even correct. Um, also, uh, Chris Wallace said that they used a, quote, the honor system with Trump at the debate. Because he showed up too late to be tested. And I was like, how perverse does your view of the world have to be to think at any point it would be a correct assessment of reality to apply something called the honor system to Donald Trump or anybody in the Trump administration? None of them were wearing masks at the debate. They all were flouting the Cleveland Clinic's rules, even when the clinic asked them to put masks on. They refused. Nobody in the Trump administration, nobody in the Trump family, uh, Melania, is which of whom is infected uh, was wearing a mask. Um, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't like Biden w- didn't wear a mask at the actual debate. Like that, that surprised me. Well, theoretically, everybody was supposed to be tested. <laughs> like it was supposed to be a safe situation. That's why he didn't wear a mask. Uh, Trump even said that during the during the debate. Um, but I, I mean, it was only a matter of time. He never wears masks. He flouts public health guidelines people kind of uh, transfer the virus up to 30 days after having it he's gonna maybe stay inside for like i cannot imagine he's got the discipline to stay inside for more than like eight days and then he's gonna be like oh i'm gonna i feel better i'm miraculously yeah. cured i'm angry i'm angry he mocked masks uh he put our lives at risk and his lives at... you know he it, it this whole thing with all these people getting sick, none of these people are going to be permanently affected by this. They're all filthy rich, and they're all getting the world best health care. The people that are going to be affected by this are the relations of their staff, someone like that. Yeah. It's going to be people whose names you're never going to hear. Those are the people who are going to die. Trump's going to get over it in 10 days because he has the world's best health care, and he somehow manages to be alive, even though most of his blood has been replaced by Big Mac sauce. <laughs> and he's, I and I don't I don't feel sorry for them. I am going. I I plan to treat the Republicans getting a COVID the same way that Republicans treated Hillary Clinton when she got pneumonia, <laughs> which yeah. is, as you recall, very respectfully. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that's that's the nearest comparison we have. This is Trump giving a very thoughtful statement after. Clinton got pneumonia. He's dancing around, by the way. But here's a woman. She's supposed to fight all of these different things, and she can't make it 15 feet to her car. Give me a break. Give me a break. He's wobbling around. (laughs) He thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Give me a break. He's home resting right now. So that's the president of the United States who's currently hospitalized right now in a suite at Walter Reed. Okay, so just to mention, uh, Sam uh, did have to step away. Uh, we're still going to continue the show. It's just going to be Daniel and I. So I don't want, I don't want, obviously do not want Trump to get hurt. I want him to recover. I want him to f- feel the seriousness of this in a way that he has not so far. Um, but... The idea that I'm going to, you know, people in the media were immediately coming out and saying, 
oh my God, this is a national tragedy, you know, a day that will live in infamy. This is, we should all be praying for the president's health. And it's like, what on earth? And, 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 you know, Fox news was like, the president did this for us. He put himself on the front lines to fight the virus and did it for us. Yeah. And I think, you know, to the point about the script being flipped, um, the reason why it flipped and maybe it's, uh, it's a flaw of Trump is that he didn't hide from the virus. And the reason why he didn't hide from the virus is he didn't want America to hide from the virus thing. He was going to walk out there on that battlefield with you and not sit somewhere in a basement and tell you how, you know, how you got to get back to work, but not go out himself. So I think he put himself on a line, on the line. And, and the flaw being that as an optimist, as somebody who's trying to convey a message that we're going to get through this and things are going to be better, he had to walk that walk. He had to do that. So he took the risk. He got the virus. But, but I think it's because but, he was the, he but, was he was but Greg, doing it Greg, Greg, for us. This is a difficult moment, and we just want to you know again reiterate our best wishes to him. But he, I did. These people are nuts. These people are nuts. Trump was asking for this in a very literal way. He was walking around mm-hmm. without a mask on, making fun of masks, holding giant events with thousands of people shoved together, not wearing masks, not being tested. Uh, inside even though he lied and said a lot of them were outdoors a lot of them were indoors um and also when people are crowded together i I doubt being outdoors helps that much when you're like an inch away from people um and not wearing a mask uh my point is really that just he said he and it's not uh, people use the term he set the tone from the top it's not even about tone tone uh Tone is, you know, what what Joe Biden is doing by by being very serious about wearing masks and things like that. Trump actively discouraged people from wearing masks. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like I'm I'm setting the tone. I'm not getting the tone exactly right. Bullshit. He was telling people not to wear masks. Even as early as the recent debate, he said some people think it's the opposite. Some people think masks aren't effective. Yeah, you know, this this uh Times article has this poor national security advisor, Matt Pottinger. Uh, who was wearing a mask because he had a family member with a respiratory condition and was told to stop wearing masks in meetings with Trump because it was freaking people out. Um, the the CDC's own guidelines were not being followed inside Trump's own White House. And Matt, uh, after he tested positive, they weren't making masks mandatory. And I still don't think they're mandatory. I think yeah, which is like it's it's even a moot point because they should have been mandatory in March. Like we shouldn't be having this in, in October. Whether people <laughs> at the White House, the most <laughs> important federal building in in America, should or should not be wearing masks. Of course, they should be wearing masks. It's the least you could do, and they didn't want to do it out of out of a sense of stubbornness. I, I want Donald Trump to go ahead and listen to the Donald Trump that spoke with Bob Woodward back in March and February, because at least whether you know that Donald Trump, he lied to us, but he seemed to have an understanding of of the severity of that virus, and somehow along the way, it looks like he bought into his own bullshit and towards the end he was he himself was listening to to the donald trump that that was saying this was no big deal and he started having his rallies he started going about business as usual he wanted everything to be open again again this this is the guy that just a few days ago was saying we should open schools and now he is hospitalized because of this virus okay this is just a a compilation of i think uh, wearing a face mask i don't know somehow 
I don't see it for myself. The can, second, you, can you take it up because I cannot hear I'll, you? I'll just speak louder, sir. Oh, this, okay, because you want to be politically correct. Go ahead. No, sir, I just want to wear go the mask. Ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It was a stark contrast on Memorial Day. President Trump without a mask. His November opponent, former Vice President Joe Biden, wearing one. The president then retweeted someone making fun of how Biden looked. Today, the president seemed confused as to when you're supposed to wear a mask. Biden can wear a mask, but he was standing outside with his wife, perfect conditions, perfect weather. They're inside, they don't wear masks. And so I thought it was very unusual that he had one on. He feels good about the mask and that's okay. You know what, whatever makes you feel good, he feels good, he feels good. I mean, honestly, what the hell did he spend all that money on the plastic surgery if he's gonna cover it up with a mask? And he famously told a voter, I want you to look in my eyes when he's not wearing the mask because I've never seen a man that liked a mask. Look, I'm all for it, but did you ever see a man that likes a mask as much as him? And then he makes a speech and he always has it, not always, but a lot of times he has it hanging down because you know what? It gives him a feeling of security. If I were a psychiatrist. Let me ask. I don't have, I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking 200 feet away from him and he shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. <laughs> His own head of the CDC said, if we just wore masks between now, if there, everybody wore masks in social distance between now and January, we'd probably save up to 100,000 lives. It matters. And they've also it said matters. the opposite. They've and also said no, the no serious person said the opposite. They've no said, well, look, serious right, person. Right, Dr. Ask Fauci. Dr. Fauci said the he opposite. He did not I, I say the opposite. We got he a said little very bit strongly, more than a minute left in this masks segment. Masks are not good. Then he changed his mind. He said, Mask good. You did call the president a, quote, fool, liar, clown, racist, Putin's puppy, and the worst president America has ever had. And you told him to shut up. Do you regret any of that? No. Why not? Because everything I said was true. All right. Sorry, that was extended. Uh, there's just so much. There's so much, so many clips of this idiot. Just tell. I, I, I cannot feel an ounce of sympathy for any of these people. Um, the tears, the crocodile tears, honestly make me even more cynical about the, the, the media. I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know the political ramifications of, of, of this event um, and how it's going to affect this, this uh, election um, and, and, you know, how, how it's going to change voters' minds. Uh, I'm very far away from the decisive voters in um, Wisconsin or Michigan or Pennsylvania or Arizona. Um, I don't know what they're thinking right now. Uh, I just think common sense tells me that this is a symbol of the Republican failure during all of this pandemic. The fact that the President of the United States, along with several key senators, uh, a huge part of the, uh, or a significant part of the White House staff uh, is now uh, infected by this virus because they held an event uh, without taking any precautions, is it exemplifies their, uh, it exemplifies their uh, their entire platform regarding this, this pandemic and their entire failure. And, uh, this is this is why we are where we are. Um, the fact that Trump said we were turning the corner, and then the day after that he was being like hellevac to Walter Reed to to <laughs> because he was having trouble breathing, and uh, you know they didn't put him in, they didn't have him on a stretcher, but he walked out very slowly to the helicopter, and 
the rampway. This is this is just a fucking shit show. Yeah, and honestly, uh, I hope they any... I hope they turn seatbelts into a culture war thing next. <laughs> hey, don't put it past them. Um, anything else, Daniel? Any other thoughts? I don't have any other thoughts other than I guess the takeaway for me is one: I can't believe it took so long for them to get covid given how they've been flouting it i i suspect that one or more of them has had it before and just sort of didn't realize it uh to the sort of quote-unquote objective media this is the greatest tragedy that could ever befall a society that's lost two hundred thousand people and and now a couple of fucking idiots got the disease so it's a great tragedy it's a joke uh it's the problem with the elite media the idea that the story is these idiots gave themselves the disease and not the 200,000 people who died from the disease, many of whom were not in any way at fault and had, you know, much fewer resources to sort of insulate themselves from this thing. And, and uh, those are the people who deserve your thoughts and prayers, uh, not these people. Yeah. And I basically want to end this on this because I, there's a lot of uncertainty going on right now and, and, and how this is going to affect things and uncertainty in, in our country. The fact that our, our president of the United States uh, was hospitalized because of this virus that has been haunting us since the uh, earlier in the year. Uh, but if there is one lesson to take out of, out of all of this is that it doesn't really matter who you are if, and, and I want to I want to emphasize this if, because I don't think this virus is the great equalizer and it, it get it goes after everyone evenly, as, as Daniel mentioned, as the facts show. Uh, but if you go out of your way to ignore the guidelines, to ignore the experts, the scientists, uh, the physicians, uh, to mock those that uh, are, are supporting good health practices uh, to try to get through this, if you go out of your way, this virus will probably find a way uh, to get to you. Donald Trump had access to quick tests. Uh, he has uh, access to uh, the best medical resources in the world. And he got infected. Uh, you know, and, and I want to say this to our, to our listeners, uh, because Donald Trump and the Republican Party and his administration wanted one thing, right? They wanted things to go back to the way things were before this pandemic. Uh, they wanted schools to open up again. They wanted to, to the, the economy to open up for us to go back to our offices, uh, for us to go back to stadiums, to, uh, to the bars and to the restaurants, to the carnival cruises and to the airplanes. They wanted this to be over magically without actually doing anything. But it's not over, right? Far from it. Um, every day, tens of thousands of people are still infected here in America. Every day, anywhere between 700 to over 1,000 people die because of this virus here in America. There's still millions of jobs that were lost, and some of them are never coming back. It's, it's not over. And again, to our listeners, one thing I want to stress is if the president of the United States, arguably the most powerful man in the world, couldn't go back to the way things were, couldn't magically wish this away without being infected and hospitalized by this virus, then unless there's like a meaningful change, unless there's 
a genuine improvement of the way things are, chances are neither can you. That's our show. Thank you for listening. We'll see you all next week for another episode of Friendly Reminder. <laughs>